Sound Mind Music coming live from Morocco. Can I see the numbers? Hello, Sound Mind I'm Alexander. We went into the swimming pool and had lots of fun and it was lots and it was a good day mm-hmm. and we went to travel and we went Where on, are we? And we went on bumper cars, we're at the rocker <laughs> and then and then <laughs> we sing and then we singed Holy Demi. No you didn't we sang <laughs> Lessons for Pamela. And then and then and then we and then we saw Booba <laughs> In Moroccan language. Yeah, booba, and then that's it. No, you didn't, Zandi. You saw <laughs> Miracles, Booba Kali. Um, Go on, Cairo, you saw what happened was... Let Cairo talk, then. <laughs> share, the, share the crown. When, which was a long travel, and we went um, to this mucky desert with loads of poo. Cairo. And a camel's business, and then we rid on the camel. I was like, What was your camel like, Cairo? <gasps> and my camel was a girl. Mums were like... Gross. What was your camel? Mom, what did you say it was Mom's like? Camel my, my camel <laughs> was like graceful, clean and positive. Mum's camel was like, ugh, it's gross like a monkey nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. I <laughs> well, think it I'll... might be a teacher. It could be a teacher. Well, we did say yeah, that um, mine might have been a granddad. Yours might have been Crawford. Ky- no, this is going live, you guys, on Anchor. Let's not, shh, let's not drop people's live. names, guys. This is a live recording for my radio so station. No time to chit-chat. Excuse so, me. I need to put my feet here. Excuse me, guys. This is a live recording, and we I'm were live from Morocco. That's fine. You could go in the middle. And it's Grand Rising is 6.21 and I am your Sound Mind Music Alignment Frequency Artist, Manifestation Artist, Alignment Artist, whatever you want to call me. (laughs) And we are live from Morocco, Marrakesh, that's right. I am in Africa, and it is amazing. (laughs) Habibi, Habibi, shukra, shukra. My love, Habibi, shukra, shukran, thank you. Can you hear the birds and the crickets? This journey has been epic, it's been eye-opening it's been inspiring it's been about facing fears there is no fears apart from the ones that you put on yourself you know we came out here to ride camels and to have hammam and you know sometimes you've got plans and stuff you get somewhere and all those plans they might change or New plans are formed, and that's okay. <laughs> it's all okay. But Morocco, um, Africa is beautiful. It's... I didn't have any expectations. I wasn't expecting anything. But I knew that I was just going to be great. <laughs> you know? So... It was lovely. I'm divinely protected. 
the universe is wherever you go, it doesn't matter. The laws work wherever you go. Do you know what I mean? The laws work. It doesn't matter what part of the country you're in. The law of vibration, the law of oneness, the law of gender. Salam alaikum. Habibi, Habibi. <laughs> That's the hotel security. He's so lovely. And the sun is out and it's rising and it's beautiful and it's 624. Thursday the 9th of May. Let me see, it's just been... having a few drinks and shishas and stuff last night on the balcony and um, a couple of people that I met, amazing people were with me and we got locked on the, on the balcony you know Habibi Habibi, Bibi, you know taxi? I leave my bag in taxi yesterday. They bring bag back to hotel. My bag in taxi for Camel? Huh? What's the time? What's the time? No, I leave my bag in the taxi yesterday when I went to ride Camels. He knows the taxi driver that I went with. I don't know his name. The time when I went to. You want the time now? Yesterday. 2.45. 2.45. The taxi driver, he has nice um, Ray Ban blue glasses on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shukran. Shukran. Yes, I'm up here smoking hash off the balcony. If that's what you're suspecting down there, security. <laughs> Funny. Uh. I said, that is the God that I'm serving. I'm not serving a God that comes and goes. Well, you know, usually these people who try to save you, you have to try to get rid of them. But they tried to get rid of me after that. And so as they finally moved on off down the street, I turned the tables and started preaching after them. <laughs> there is power in believing in the presence of God in you right now. It is here, 22, right 11, and you are tuned in to Sound Mind Music. And, and we are delighted to be listening to Dr. Reverend Dyke, Law of Attraction section. The power of belief starts with you. Enjoy. Now affirm. Self-belief, belief in the divine, the higher version of you. 
believe about yourself. And this is another thing about faith that religious people don't seem to understand. Faith is not what you believe about some God in the sky. That kind of faith will get you almost nowhere. But your faith is what you believe about yourself. And the Bible says again, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks of himself, so is he. So it is not important what you believe even about religion. It's only important or what your friend thinks about, about you or your and family member. It's about what you believe about yourself. It is only important what I believe about myself. That's Together, right. it, it is, is only important what, what I believe about, about myself. myself. Three foolproof techniques for getting what you want. I discovered some very interesting statistics. 75% of the people do. And this is the first time that I'm listening to it. I have discovered that perhaps the most confusing question. Dr. Reverend Dyke, everybody. What do you want? Try it sometimes on somebody who's complaining. Well, things are not going right. I don't have this. I don't have that. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that, but things didn't work out. Blah, 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 blah. And boo, boo, boo. Well, just stop and cut right there and say, well, what do you want? I told you this some time ago. We were at a very luxurious French restaurant in Beverly Hills, and there were several people sitting at the table with me. And they brought out those big menus with some of everything on it that heart could desire. And one young man sat there and looked at that menu that had every suggestion almost imaginable on it. And finally, when it was his time to give his order, and the captain said to him, what do you want? He looked up bewildered and said, I don't know what I want. I want every one of you to know that life hands you a menu. Say with me, the menu of life is in my hand. Say it again, the menu of life is in my hand. And you see, God has placed the menu of life in your hand. Somewhere in the Old Testament, God says, Behold, I set before you both good and evil, death and life. And Joshua said, what? Choose you this day. I say the greatest cause for people not getting what they want is that they do not make a direct choice. A definite, positive choice. The menu of life is in your hand. And Jesus said to the blind man in the text we just read, What do you want that I should do unto you? I hear you praying. You see, that's another thing. Prayer that is not definite and positive is not good enough. It's a beautiful habit to go to church and, and to practice your various religious rituals that help you. But you must have a sense of direction. What are you doing it for? It isn't even enough to call Jesus unless you know your purpose. See, even the blind man was praying without a specific purpose stated except for mercy which is rather general we all need it every once in a while 
Ask for what you want, ask and he's given. The universe, the universal God will serve it. So we have to know what we want, make a decision, ask for it, and then you get it. So the Bible is just full. It's just one example. But it's full of the laws, the law of attraction, the law of gender, the law of one. Mm, just parables, but stories. I just wanted to share. Well, I hope my luck holds out. <laughs> and you look at other people who are definite and positive and who work toward what they want, both mentally and otherwise, and say, I wish I was that lucky. <laughs> lucky? You've got to be definite and positive in your choice. Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter and the 15th verse. See, I have set before thee this day life and good, death and evil. In other words, the menu of life is in your hand. Say that. The menu of life is in my hands. It's all set before you. You can be poor or you can be rich. Hmm? If you want to be poor, don't blame anybody else. It's going to be poor and don't complain. I'll never forget at Lovely Hill Baptist Church when I was a little boy. Ladies sang the song, You've Got to Live Forever Somewhere. Either with the angels in heaven or the demons in hell. I made my choice. And I thought about that. And I think about that from time to time. Whenever fear or irritation or aggravation or negative emotions come to my mind. You see, because the demons in hell are not under the ground. The demons in hell are right in your mind. The heaven and hell are in you. where You can choose either one. And I decide right there, I am not going to live with the demons of fear. I'm not going to live with the demons of irritation and aggravation. I'm going to live with the angels in heaven. And who are the angels? They're God's thoughts. So basically, heaven is a state of mind. But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Now I'm going to show you. Grab hold of the billionaire ideas. before you go home by Reverend Ike. Get your butt out of the way and make a decision. Live by science, not by dumb luck. Now here's another 15% of the people who know what they want, but they don't write it down. They're too busy working their butts off to work their minds. But to work the behind without working the mind is not very productive. That is so good, I'm going to say it again. Are you with me? Repeat it after me. To work the behind, to work the behind without working the mind, working the mind is, not very productive. is not very productive. I don't have time to write it down. You better stop <laughs> and write it down. Now, there are 7% of the people who <laughs> know what they want and they write it down. And the upper 3% of the people who get what they want do three things 
If you want to be successful, study successful people and practice monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> and that's all right as long as monkey sees the right thing. And monkey does the right thing. You just be sure that monkey sees the right thing and that monkey does the right thing. And I'm a believer in studying successful people, prosperous people, happy people. And to go behind that and say, hey, what principles is this person? What are the principles this person's using? You see, because it's not just dumb luck, there's principle behind it. The upper 3% of the people who get what they want do three things. Number one, what? They know what they want. People who go out to drill oil wells, there is no doubt about it. They know exactly what they want. I read the one time that most people are definite and positive is just usually when they go to the bathroom. Why? Because they know exactly what they went to do. There's no doubt about it. They know exactly <laughs> what their purpose is. So you think about this every time. You say, if you can use that experience. <laughs> so that's a mundane experience, but it's a mundane experience that you can make something positive out of from now on. Every time you go there, it says, now I know exactly what I've come here to do. And this is exactly what I must know about everything in my life. So the people who get what they want, first of all, what? Know what they want. Secondly, they what? Write it down. And thirdly, they what? Review it frequently. So here are the three techniques for getting what you want. And these are techniques, these are ways and means that you are going to have to put to use. Know exactly what you want. Decide, see, feel, and say what you want. The old Pentecostal hymn says, Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. See, it's not enough for Jesus to be on the main line. You must what? Tell him what you want. What do you want me to do for you? The master says, that I may receive my sight. Use your power of description to get what you want. You see, there is power in your describing what you want. That's why you are to know it, you're to write it down, and you're to review it frequently. I've told you one of the techniques that I've practiced over the past few months, and it's wonderful. I read all of my goals onto a tape recorder and recorded it. And I have nine auto-reverse tape recorders, and I've got it on both sides of the tape, various affirmations and so on. And I play it on the subliminal level all night, most every night. That helps me to review what I want. I don't say that I want so-and-so. I affirm that I have it. I feel that I already have it. I see that I already have it. So that I impress upon my subconscious mind that I already have what I want. Dr. Reverend Dyke, everybody. Oh, we got a treat for you folks today. That's right. You know, over the past few weeks, I've been telling you about how this ministry has been reaching out 
all over the world. Do you know that even on some of our television specials, by way of Europe television, we even get parts of Russia. Our radio broadcast go everywhere, penetrating prison walls. Day and night. Some years ago, there was a man in prison who had spent 21 years of his life in and out of prison for one thing or another. Not only was he a terror outside, but he was a pretty bad one on the inside. But one day he laid on his bed in his cell in the penitentiary. And he heard Reverend Ike say some words on the radio. Reverend Ike said Henry Ford got an idea and that made him a billionaire. Right there that man said yes and I'm going to get me an idea to get out of here. his mind right then and right there that he was going to be better, do better and have better. He got a better idea of himself. He's going to tell you about it in just a moment when I call him. He can hardly wait to get up here. One thing led to another, some of which he will fill in. The man got himself out of jail, out of prison became a decent, respectable citizen so that now in the city of Washington, D.C., he has his own radio program, his own television program. He's an ex-convict, but he's now superintendent at the United Planning Organization in Washington, D.C., a member of the board of directors of efforts from ex-convicts, received an award from the Americans for Democratic Action, also received a local Emmy Award for co-hosting a television show in Washington where it's at. Let's give a great big standing welcome to Mr. Ralph Petey Green of Washington, D.C. I'm so glad you could be here with us today. I am too, Reverend. God's <laughs> kid. And it, it's so nice for him to do this because he has a special program for the, particularly the elderly mothers in Washington, D.C. And he's flying right out of here as soon as he talks to us on television to go back to Washington to do this wonderful program for particularly the elderly mothers there in Washington, D.C. Isn't it wonderful? quickly, Petey, in your own words, you, you just tell us so that we can be inspired again and you'll inspire so many other people. 
Thank you, Reverend Ike. And Reverend Ike, you say I'm kind of glad to be here. And you just about said so many things that I could relate to. And I, I just want to say that uh, everything that Rev, Reverend Ike said, that I've been, I've been, I've been asked, I've been a dope fiend, a wine head, a cold-blooded bum. I just didn't hmm? know no way around. But one thing, I had a good grandmother who used to keep her arms around me at all times. And she tried to keep me in the church, but I got away from the church. And I went on to be a dope fiend. I just went on to be a nothing and in and out penitentiary. I'm 49 years old. I spent 21 years in the penitentiary. But I can tell you one thing. As as I was laying in that cell, uh, and I heard Reverend Mike. I used to listen to a lot of shows. Reverend Mike came on one night, and I said, man, let me turn this chump off. I don't want to hear this. Something just wouldn't let me turn it off. Something just took my hand back. Let's leave him on. And I was laying there, and I heard Rev. Mike say, Henry Ford took an idea and became a billionaire. And I said to myself, I said, boy, that's what I'm going to have to do to get out of here. I got to get me out of here. <laughs> sure enough, about two days later, they called me. Another inmate had went up on a tower 350 feet in the air and said he was going to jump if they didn't take him uptown to see his people. And they was all crowded around, and they called me and said, Peter, can you help us get him down? And I told the warden, I didn't want to be a part of that. The warden said, Peter, please help us get this man down. You talk all the time, and yeah. I said, why don't you try to help us get this man down? So I started talking to the fellow inmate, and I got him down, and he took both of us uptown, and he let him talk to his mother. And I was sitting right there with him while he was talking. And after he got everything over, the warden turned to me, See, it took Peter Green, said, we need to talk, thank Peter Green, because he helped get this fella inmate down, and say it only took Peter Green 19 minutes to talk him down. But what they didn't know, it took me six months to send him up there. <laughs> when I took that idea and come out, and I come out that penitentiary, and I come out in 1965. And I had to what get myself heck? together. And the parole officers and people who were supposed to help me, they would say things like me, oh, we ain't worried about you. You're going back to the penitentiary. You've been going ever since you were 17 years old, so we ain't got to worry about you. That's what they tell you. That's what keep you down. Them the ones that's supposed to be helping you. That's why they get mad with you when Reverend Ike tell you to get on up and do it. He tell you they job. That's why they get mad with Reverend Ike. They told me, they make you think you ain't nothing. They told me I'd be going back to the penitentiary all my I life. I didn't fail no mind. I know I had something in my mind. mind. I wasn't going back. And I started <laughs> moving slow. Beautiful. And it's taking my time. And the same thing Reverend Ike said my grandmother used to tell me all the time. I said, Grandma, why don't you save money for a rainy day? She said, money to buy Amarillo with, boy. Money ain't for no rainy day. You can believe that. <laughs> to move and, and I didn't know I was gonna have no radio show and no TV show but I ain't got no one Emmy I want two Emmys and and they send me they send me all over the country they learned me two words two words that halfway got me rich one is honorarium and the other one is consultant and that's when you get paid for doing nothing just ride around talking about suburban home out in Oxford Hill, Maryland. Now you can believe that. They don't take, and I, I, I keep trying to tell all the little people, that's like us, we got to stick together. We got to stick together, and you can't do nothing if you're broke. 
And you know, I, I get so <laughs> mad sometimes when people be mad with me, say you all on the television and you can't speak and you say ain't and you should try to speak better. I told him this year, I said, well, boy, I'd rather say I is rich other than to say I am broke. Now you can do believe- <laughs> to know how I feel in here that I am everything Reverend Ike said I was I was a gangster mm-hmm. I was a dope fiend mm-hmm. I feel so good now you should see me the universe don't care and about I what you were because <laughs> I was raised in a church I got away from church and I was raised in church so it wasn't too hard for me to get back into the mainstream society <laughs> Rev I like to say this before I cut you loose and I want to tell all of you this <laughs> Sit down and listen closely. Sit down by yourself. Look around your room for happiness because there's something on the shelf. Wear your watches on your arms and around your neck you might wear a locket. But thank God and pray real hard to put some cash in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. I received No, he just smashed it. He had to he videotape took over his show in Washington today so that he could be here with us. <laughs> He's going back. No, we all need Flying to learn right that. I'm going to rewind that after. Wait a minute. Let me just do it because I, I know Washington with that when some I was of there. you lot would want to know we what he just said. We need to all write that. I'll Down take it back. Yourself. Look around your room for happiness. Let's go. I go to church with my sisters because I was raised in a church. I got away from church <laughs> and I was raised in church, so it wasn't too hard for me to get back into the mainstream society. <laughs> Where for it now? <laughs> Sound my music listeners. Well, I like to say this before I cut you loose, and I want to tell all of you this. Give <laughs> him now. Sit down and listen closely. <laughs> Sit down by yourself. Look around your room for happiness because there's something on the shelf. Hmm. Wear your watches on your arms and round your neck you might wear a locket. But thank God and pray real hard to put some cash in your pocket. That's (laughs) 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 Grab hold of the billionaire ideas inside yourself. A testimony from Petey Green. He had to videotape his show in Washington today so that he could be here with us. And he's going back. He's flying right out momentarily. I've walked the streets of Washington with him when I was there. We've walked in all kinds of neighborhoods. The so-called ghettos. Also among the so-called rich and mighty. And he's giving of himself so greatly in so many ways. Yes, he talks a lot just like I do. (laughs) He talks big just like I do. But also something else just like I do. There are a lot of things that we do to try to help people that we don't say anything about. He does a lot of things. So let's raise our hands toward Brother Green. He's catching his plane back to Washington to have that benefit program for the elderly in the city of Washington. Say with me, God bless Petey Green. <laughs> 
Well, guys, that was Sound Mind Music and Reverend Ike. Hope you enjoyed that, everybody. <laughs>